0: To the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW.
1: And we are here at day two of the Dog Friendly KW Holiday Festival. This is the very first time we have run a festival of this magnitude and is our very first large holiday festival. So we are excited to do a live community Q&A today here on site and to share some stuff with you about the festival and how amazing it's been. So let's go.
0: To the Dog Friendly KW podcast with Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And we are here at the Holiday Festival, downtown Kitchener. It's
1: the best. Well, it's really wet today, but other than that, it is still the best. So,
0: Mackenzie, why don't you tell me a little
1: bit about what is happening today at the festival? Or actually, wait, let's start and talk about how awesome
0: yesterday was yeah oh man yesterday first of all the weather was gorgeous we really lucked out and we had about 25 vendors here we had food trucks we had amazing entertainment happening we had enrichment activities our sniffscape uh experience with the dogs what else
1: Well, we had a open trick competition, which was a fan favorite. We had a full crowd for that. That was amazing. And we got to see so many cute tricks Um, for anybody who did attend Dogs Got Talent back in April at Shortfinger. That was uh, it was similar to that, but just a little bit faster. And it was fantastic. We also had. Becca hosts here doing music bingo, which was really fun. Um, loads of other activities. So let's talk about what's going on today here in downtown Kitchener. Ken's, what's up today? Even though there's rain, we're still going.
0: So today we've got uh, 276 King open. Uh, This is uh, thankful, we are thankful that Perimeter Development uh, gave us the space to use for the weekend. And inside it's a warming station, number one, but we also have Happy Hour Photo Booth there um, taking adorable photos of you and your pups. Uh, We have got really cute family photos of us and... They're printed, and you take them home, and I'm going to put them on my fridge, and I can't wait.
1: Yeah, so it's totally free. You just go up, and you get to take your photo in the photo booth, and um, you get to take a strip photo with
0: you for free, and then the digital ones will be sent to you later, which is adorable. Yeah, we also have Mindful Makers here again today um, making the cutest christmas ornaments um so they're like cardboard cutouts of different dog breeds uh they have sighthounds they have poodles they have chihuahuas they like they have a lot of different dog breeds actually and you get to make them little sweaters out of yarn
1: (laughs) So cute. And we also have Pet Value here. They are our main sponsor. The event is presented by them. So we're very grateful for their support. They are stationed in front of the skating rink right in front of Carl's Air Square. And they also have a really fun photo booth setup. So that has been awesome as well. Um, But I think we should dive into some of our questions. So we did pre-prepare some questions from the community that were submitted to us. But if you have any questions, if you're wandering around and you have any questions, you can come up and flag us and we'll take your questions and we'll answer them on the fly.
0: Yeah, we love that. Love answering questions on the fly. So come on over if you've got any. But... I have some from the community, from Instagram. So let's start there. Question number one. What is the best trick you've seen a dog do? Oh my gosh. That is a really hard question.
1: Okay, I'm going to let Mackenzie go first because I feel like she has seen a lot of dogs do a lot of tricks.
0: I have. uh, I have. um, I think probably still up there is actually one of the tricks our dogs did at our um uh, dogs got talent was the the stackable dog like baby toy and then the pup took the little circles and like put them on like literally stacked this toy it it was incredible to see
1: yeah so like using the, the dog, like, used its mouth and picked up each individual, um, like, ring and placed it on the little, um, they're like the little donuts, if you know what we're talking about. And they're all in different colors. And the dog literally stacked them all in, like, in the right order because they start biggest and then they go smaller. And the dog did it in the proper order, which just, like, blew my mind. I'm pretty sure that dog won.
0: I'm pretty sure also the dog's name is Zeke. Zeke yeah and he won because it was just it was so good (laughs) shout out to Zeke okay that
1: one was really good but I'll shout out one of the ones from yesterday I think it was Boba Boba did this selfie trick that was so cute where his parents got him to jump up on the back of their shoulder and pose as if he was getting ready for a selfie with them yeah, that was really cute. It was <laughs> one of the most precious things I've ever seen in my life. Um, and how handy. You want a selfie with your dog? You can just be like, selfie. And then they jump up on the back of your shoulder and you prepare for a selfie. When I tell Marshall I want to take a selfie, he just looks the other way. <laughs> it's like, mother, I don't want to take a picture with
0: you. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah, Boba, they nailed it. That was that was also very Did cute.
1: Did Boba, Boba one cutest? uh most creative most creative yeah Yeah. so shout out to boba for most creative all right we're gonna move on to question two but just a reminder that if you have any questions you can come up and ask us live questions on the dog friendly kw podcast but second is ooh, good question what is the hardest thing you've had to overcome with each of your dogs
0: why don't you go first justine
1: Oh, you want to put me on the spot like that? (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay. I've had to overcome quite a few things. It's still overcoming. So for those of you who don't know Marshall, he's a hundred pound mutt and he is a lot, a lot of the time. In terms of the hardest thing to overcome, I will have to say that the puppy phase was really, really, really challenging. Marshall not only was super bitey just generally as a puppy, but he also, like, his play style definitely involves a lot of mouthing. Um, So dealing with biting up until he was about the age of one was a lot. Um, The other really challenging thing we had to overcome was reactivity and what we used to call, this is a terrible name for it, pig rat attacks. On our walks so he would just like have these wild meltdowns where he would bite the leash and he'd be like making terrible growling sounds and it actually wasn't until we started implementing our prong collar that we were able to get a handle on that so getting him trained and conditioned to the prong collar so he was comfortable going outside was a really big change for us and has been like a total game-changer in terms of our walks and his reactivity but that was definitely a big shift and took a lot of work.
0: He's come so far.
1: Yeah, he's come so far. He's still got more, more to go. He's not with me here today because he came for a little bit. And then he's home snoozing. <laughs> so uh, he's, uh, yeah, enjoying the dryness at home and sleeping. Uh, but he got his pack walk in. And now he's back at home peacefully sleeping.
0: All right, Kens, you're up next. Um, for me, I would say it was working with sensitivities in my dogs. So Aladar specifically, um, is a little sensitive girl. Um, and I just had to learn to pick up on that and not. No one to call it, I guess, is, like, the big thing. Um, She gets spooked easy. She, uh, she, uh, for a while there, she, like, like, walking down King Street, downtown Kitchener, was a struggle. She would be pacing back and forth, looking all around, just, like, looking so uncertain. It was really disheartening. Um, But just uh, kept with it. Didn't give up on her. And uh, now she comes to events like what we have going on right now. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, I feel like in the two and a half years since we started Dog-Friendly KW, that she's actually come a really long way and can be comfortable in more stimulating situations than she used to be able to
0: 100 percent, yeah and it's i think it's the calmness of like the other dogs around her that have really helped her um and also not worried about getting pet all the time Mm, (laughs) yes yeah she's she her sister Willa has helped her a lot too so it's uh yeah it's it was a it was a journey but we're still on it and she's gotten yeah she's gotten so much better
1: okay so that was Aladar, but why don't you tell us what's the hardest thing you've overcome with Willa?
0: Her jealousy.
1: Oh <laughs> she is so jealous. Yeah. If you even look at Mackenzie the wrong way when Willa wants Mackenzie's undivided attention, Willa will make velociraptor sounds at you. Yes. Yes, she will. She I am getting rained on the tent is yes, leaking you are. beside me and it's just <laughs> pouring rain it's like a pool
0: of water yeah. just just showering <laughs>
1: down beside me so if you hear like splooshing that is why oh um,
0: man uh, <laughs> the joys of uh, the rain okay um, yeah so
1: Willa's jealousy
0: yeah so yeah exactly like if um if she's tired or if she yeah really wants my attention um she she will make these uh, no joke they are velociraptor sounds <laughs> they are no they're not a growl they're like a g- gurgle yes <laughs> yes a velociraptor a raptor gurgle and uh, yeah, she um, she just gets you know like hey, that's my mom. Don't <laughs> touch her. Like, like I, this is mine. Yeah, it's 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 nuts. But um, I've just accepted that that is Willa, and uh, I don't know if uh, she'll ever change. <laughs> what are some
1: things you've done or like strategies you've implemented to just like make that a little easier?
0: So um, I will correct her if. Most of the time, if she's on like a higher surface, like i.e. a couch, I will remove her. So I won't let her like claim me. I will take her off the couch and say, "Go to your bed." You know, take some time alone. I will continue doing my thing, <laughs> and then uh, it's kind of like a reset for her too.
1: Yes, I've often seen you do that if she's, like, on your lap. Yeah. And then she'll do her, like, thing. Yeah. And then you'll <laughs> be like, exactly no, Willa. And then you yeah. put her on the ground. And then she's like, what happened? Yeah. What did I do? Why aren't I on your lap anymore, oh, Mom, Or beside you? All um. right. Well, there we have our first two questions. We are going to take a quick break. If you have any questions for us, come see us. Come give us some spicy questions. We love all the spice. And we will be right back with more questions. See you soon.
0: You approached me from the room over. Maybe it was the way you stared, but I thought you were nice, thought you were cool. So we went and got married right after school. Moved to California that day. You were never, ever the same, so I went outside and climbed the tree. I'm just trying to tell you that I'm gonna leave. Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW here in downtown Kitchener. At the
1: Dog Friendly KW holiday festival.
0: Woof, woof. It is
1: not actually raining anymore. It is still very wet outside, but the rain has calmed down. It's actually very... Nice out. I almost prefer this to the wild wind yesterday.
0: Yeah, the sun was nice yesterday, but the wind killed. So it's like warm-ish still, but...
1: yeah, and big shout out to all of our vendors on King Street and also all of our nonprofits up Young Street. Definitely go say hi to them. Um, they have all breathed the rain today to be here, so we are very happy to have all of them here, get lots of holiday shopping done, grab some food, grab some drinks in the beer garden. The beer garden does not only have beer. There are different beverages. Other than beer, we have the Civil here serving some hot bevvies We've got Short Finger and Waterloo Brewing, serving up some awesome beer. And we have Odd Duck serving up wine. Who doesn't love wine on a rainy day? I want a glass of red wine right now. I love wine. It warms (laughs) the soul. (laughs) Red wine in particular does warm the soul. So yeah, definitely get outside all the vendors, grab a snack, grab some drinks, warm up in the beer garden with a blanket. We got you.
0: All right, let's jump into some more questions. Um, question number one, I mean three. <laughs> <laughs> one or three, depending on how you're counting. Okay, this one's good. All right, so why is it important to us to work with nonprofits slash rescues?
1: Okay, I'll go first. So many reasons. Um, this is something we have done since we started Drug Friendly G.W., um, we have been working with organizations like the Kitchener-Waterloo Humane Society since the very beginning. Um, the rescues and the other animal-based organizations in our community do such important work, and particularly right now, they need your support more than ever. Um, obviously, during the pandemic, we saw a huge surge in adoptions and a dog ownership, but unfortunately, what rescues are seeing now is an increase in surrenders, a lack of fosters, and a lack of families ready to adopt, So they really do need both monetary and non-monetary support more than ever. And, um, you know, as a business involved in the dog community, it's really important for us to give back. So that's why you see us partnering on initiatives like dogs got talent in April with the humane society. What other events have we run in partnership with nonprofits? I'm drawing blanks.
0: Me too. We've done quite a few. We've worked with the humane society quite a bit. Um, We've also just pushed uh, each of the nonprofits and rescues that we know and love um, we've we oh all of our music bingo and trivia
1: oh yes those were all donated to um, local nonprofits and charities we had a different charity for each event so that was amazing one was new car collective. One was National Service Dogs, and one was Hobo Haven. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, so that was really fun. We did that in the summer and into the fall. Um, And then at our events, you'll often see a photo booth, usually run by Victor Rose Photography. Um, But the photo booth, usually we choose a rescue on-site to donate to, and that changes every event. So we've given back to um, the rescue community in that way. But... Yeah, super important to us just to really uplift them and make sure that they have the support they need in the community. I will also plug here that we're doing a fill the van campaign today over on Young Street. So if you have food that you would like to donate or any other power related items that the Humane Society could use, feel free to pop by and donate something to them. They would super appreciate your support, especially with the holiday season coming up.
0: Yes, yes. Um, I think you nailed it. I have nothing to add to Zing. that. <laughs> Nicely done. Oh, there's a puppy. Oh there my have been gosh. so
1: many puppies here today. If you know um, Link on our team, he's a, a Samoyed. He is so handsome and we literally saw a mini Link today, a little four-month-old Samoyed puppy in his name. His howl.
0: Yeah. He was a little tiny polar bear adorableness. He
1: looked... He looked just like Link except smaller. I think it blows my mind that Samoids, as they grow up, their faces don't change. Yeah. They just they continue to look exactly the same, just larger. Whereas a dog like Marshall looks so different than he did when he was a puppy.
0: Have you seen Italian greyhound puppies? Like, no comparison to adults.
1: They're aliens. Yes. Little. Or like, squ- they kind of look like baby squirrels. Yeah. or like a baby rabbit? Have yeah. you ever seen a
0: baby rabbit? Like a baby, you can just say baby rodent. I get that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, they kind of look like a baby rodent.
0: Yeah, with their like big heads and okay, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> let's moving move along. On. Moving <laughs> along. Okay. Again, uh, if
1: you have any questions, we're ready for them. But in the meantime, I have another question. Okay, Mackenzie. One product that has changed your dog's life dog
0: coats (laughs) 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 just period uh no honestly uh yeah clothing for my dogs is definitely up there um if it weren't for dog clothing um then my dogs would not enjoy activities like this um Yeah, they. uh, if you've met my dogs, you'll see them wearing different outfits out and about depending on the weather. So sometimes they have uh, rain gear, sometimes they have sweaters, sometimes they have fur on. Well, faux fur. Um, (laughs) But yeah, they're uh, dressed for success. Uh, That's definitely up there. Um, Another one I'm going to ping is a martingale collar.
1: Martingales are a game changer. If you've ever had your dog slip out of their collar and then... Run away, get a martingale, because it'll stop that from happening, because it's so easy for them to slip out of flat collars, so... We're huge advocates for martingales because they keep your pup nice and safe.
0: Yes, they do. And um, they've also just helped with a little bit of correction here and there. And um, my dogs, they, they used to be, well, Sosialidar used to be a little bit of a spaz, as I mentioned earlier. So I love her, but she is. That's okay. Um, and the martingale just helped her kind of like, you know, kind of, again, just ping her out of uh, if she's in like this manic state, it'll just kind of like her out of that and uh, continue on with the walk and kind of, again, a reset for her.
1: Amazing. Is it my turn? Yeah, it sure is. Let's okay. hear it. One product that has changed my dog's life. I mean, I feel like I have to say the prong collar because that's been a game changer for Marshall. We honestly probably wouldn't be able to access the types of events and spaces we do without it. Um, we also have been working on muzzle conditioning and e-collar conditioning. So we think I hope that by next year, my answer is probably going to change to the muzzle slash the e-collar. But for right now, it's definitely the prong. The other thing I will say is um, the Westpaw Toppler.
0: Oh, yes. So the
1: Westpaw makes a lot of enrichment-based toys. So these ones are um, like a really, really, really heavy-duty Rubber that your dog literally cannot chew. Like Marshall can chew through anything and he cannot chew through the topple and you can fill it with peanut butter, pumpkin, kibble, and then you freeze it and our large topple, like it takes Marshall, oh my gosh, probably like 90 minutes to eat the whole thing. Like you could literally do like full meal time and it's so tiring for them and so enriching. So that is really nice for, you know, if he has to be in the crate longer than usual. I will also say the crate all the things I'm going to stop talking <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. many tools
0: there are a lot of tools out there okay. all right well there you have it there's a couple more questions and uh, we're going to take a quick break so let's hear a song and we will be right back
1: hit it Matt
0: Bodies like thee, both of us it's come out so. imagine to me, how automated. And by see Our bodies sleep Both of us have come out so Nothing to me Like I need and welcome back to the dog friendly KW podcast with your hosts Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW coming to you live from the Holiday Festival downtown Kitchener.
1: Yeah, and we are ready to start to wrap up. So we have one more question. Mackenzie, what is our final question of the podcast today? I
0: love this question. It's a good one. It is. What is your favorite thing about the dog community here in Kitchener-Waterloo?
1: What a good question. Um, Can I go first? Sure can. Okay. I think my favorite thing is the willingness of dog owners across our region to attend our events, try new things, um, kind of full acceptance of all of our quirky, wild ideas that we have, whether it's participating in a talent show or a trick competition or showing up to do dog-friendly yoga in the park for pups and poses. Um, I feel like we push people out of their comfort zones a little bit with their dogs and we really love it and people seem to be really receptive to it and we're so grateful. I also just love how many folks follow our event guidelines so well so that we don't have any issues on site and when we have to kind of remind people of our event guidelines they're usually so receptive and it you know came from a place of they didn't know or they weren't paying attention and with like gentle reminders people are always willing to kind of grow and improve and we're so grateful for that because otherwise we couldn't run these events safely without community members doing those things
0: yeah you you stole you stole mine oopsies sorry (laughs) mine was the yeah the following of pedikit um again it's because of our uh, responsible dog owners in our region that we are able to continue to host these sorts of events and it's also because of responsible dog owners that um businesses can stay dog friendly
1: yeah Absolutely. And I mean, if I have to plug one more last thing, I love that we have such a saturation of dog-friendly businesses here in KW. We are
0: very fortunate. Yes,
1: we are really striving to make... Kitchener Waterloo, a hub for dog friendly spaces, maybe a tourist destination, if you will, for, um, you know, people to come and visit with their dogs. Um, There's so many things for local people and people from outside of town to do with their pups here. And we're so grateful for all of the businesses that open their doors to dogs and, you know, create spaces that we can access with our four legged family members. You nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Ken's well, I think we are ready to wrap up today's episode. So thank you so much for tuning in, whether it be live or on the recording later on, on whatever app you stream your podcast, but thank you so much for tuning into the dog friendly KW podcast today. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Woof woof.
0: I woke up restless, watching the time slip away.